Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister Caroline. Today we're watching Minute 29, which starts with Kingpin attempting to cover up his crime and ends a minute later with Miles barely making it onto the platform. For those keeping track, I have titled this minute, The Chase. Which I'm pretty sure is a movie title. To be honest, yeah, I think it is. I think it's a pretty crappy movie too, if I remember. I correctly. have never seen it. I did not <laughs> intend it to make parallels to that movie. I just thought it was a good title for this minute. I mean, that's what happens this whole minute. Pretty is much a chase. A chase. Very yeah, cool chase. I guess there are two chases really in the movie. Is it really only two? Oh no no no! Sorry, um, three. There's two by the. There's two prowler chases. Two in the prowler. Movie. And then there's the forest chase. Yeah. But that's really it. Because huh. then the other bit's the infiltration. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, yeah, this this minute definitely, like, it's just, it's very chasey. This minute is also kind of a bit of, uh, like, emotional whiplash for me the first time I saw it. So Yeah, it's very, like, you have this sound somber moment and then it jumps into this very scary moment. Or, like, um, not scary, but, um, I mean, it is scary for Miles. It is. But very it's a very intense, intense moment. moment. It goes from, yeah. like, this quiet kingpin talking in a very monotone given the body yeah although i do love the like when miles stands up um first of all good job miles for just being silhouette like standing up perfectly and being silhouetted he knows what to do <laughs> like, he knows what to do um he needs to announce his presence to the bad guys <laughs> but i love like how you said like yeah kingpin's got this very monotone just like you know do this do this he's just like kill that guy like just oh okay there's something like, else we oh. have to do go do that like you know you know do the dishes kill that guy take out the trash you know get rid of the body do the dishes kill that guy get some groceries yeah. buy more eggs pick up milk on the way home clean clean the bathroom take out the trash i just thought of the pick up milk on the way home i just picture like a sitcom of like prowler and kingpin living together <laughs> and like kingpin calls prowler is like hey hey prowly can you pick up some milk on the way home we're out yeah, and then it just cuts to like Prowler sprinting away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I noticed, um, I don't know if you picked this up, but Prowler does the Naruto run. <laughs> he does! He does do the Naruto run! <laughs> <laughs> Is he a weeb? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Does he like box and watch anime? <laughs> I feel like it's less of a intentional and more like, I feel like his claws are just like. So heavy that it's hard to like. It's just easier to let them drag behind you. <laughs> <laughs> like that idea. He's just too lazy. Not too lazy, but it's just too much work it's to like, like actually run properly. It's, so it's just, just you know what. This is just so ineffective. It's easier to have him back here ready to like claw yeah. than to like pump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he's a weep, <laughs> which yeah, I kind of yeah. love that. I, that I Prowler's a weep and he Naruto runs. <laughs> yeah, I, I do know Dragon Ball Z is very like surprisingly popular in um like the black community. It is. And that yeah. like it's just like weird, like from an outsider perspective. Like it, it's one of those things where it, I guess it it kind of falls in the same category as like Pokemon, mm-hmm. um, where you don't think of it as an anime oh, when it is. Yeah. Um and it's just that, like, it, you'll see it in, like, the weirdest places where there was a, um, I think it was a Vox video talking about it, um, just how, 
like you'll you'll hear all these references in like rap songs to to Dragon Ball Z well, things in like you would not expect like oh you know these guys like you know Dragon Ball uh, where they're talking about you know do, doing bad things <laughs> one lyric and they're like and then I'm gonna power up like Goku and you're like what hold on a second <laughs> how do you know that guy <laughs> who told you about him <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I could see Naruto, you know, like it's it's a very easy step to go from from Dragon Ball Z to Naruto to One Piece maybe. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he's definitely not watching the melancholy of uh Hori's Suzu Suzuma Mia. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, what I wanted to bring up, uh I love how this is kind of where that whiplash comes in, so it's a very quiet, you know, kill that guy. And then immediately yeah. the Prowler theme starts as Prowler Naruto runs. <laughs> Yeah, we had heard it. Uh, we had heard it a bit in the last minute mm-hmm. when his like claws come out. You you get that faint background that you had talked about. This which one's is front great. and center. Um, but yeah, now it's just like in your face, just like it's time. Uh, <laughs> um, and then... yeah, it has the same subtlety as the Inception. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Prowler. <laughs> um. One thing I did want to talk about is that at 15 seconds, we see um, the flash of Miles Graffiti from earlier in the movie that him and uh, Aaron worked on. And again, this might just be me kind of looking a little too much into it, but do you think that might be foreshadowing about Prowler's identity? Um, I think it, I, I took it more as like, um, like Miles's journey. Um, it, it, it's it's his journey in reverse now so when he was coming down here um we had seen those again and like you know his initial journey to becoming spider-man and like the the prep for this and then he left and he didn't accept it and he had to come back here Mm -hmm. and then he's finally like had to accept it now and then this is him um tracing the same steps but now with a different mindset yeah being accepted as or accepting of being spider-man now like he 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 realizes that um i think it's less foreshadowing of uncle aaron's identity because um it's miles that runs in front of it Mm -hmm. and so it's also like um you know these expectations are now placed on him. He's mm-hmm. he's got to step up and be the new Spider-Man. He no longer can have no expectations. Yeah, um, and and you know these expectations have been hoisted upon him, and he's finally accepted that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like from this point on, you can kind of see the change in um, his mindset from trying to run from it to sort of not necessarily run towards it but um you know focus on it now mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a good take i just want to get your take on it because i was i was a little yeah, split on it and same I'm like, thing with hmm. the with the fence too yeah like he gets over it very quickly and very easily this time yeah. well I, I shouldn't say very easily but he kind of <laughs> he gets <laughs> scrambles up and falls over Fast. it but yeah <laughs> um yeah very quickly over it this time which is kind of that like I think same thing is we didn't see him come in mm-hmm. uh, with it this time, but um, like we didn't see if he struggled getting over it coming mm-hmm. in. But this time coming out, it's just like boom, 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 he's over. Um, it's sort of a rebirth of Miles almost. And like 
the end of the minute could be seen as that as he jumps from this dark uh if you want to get very <laughs> um, english teacher <laughs> examine yeah um this could be the rebirth of miles as he leaves this dark place where he was you know being formed into what he needs to be and when he jumps onto the platform into the big bright light um that's him being reborn as spider-man <laughs> do i get like a b on that okay <laughs> considering you're making it up as you go i'll, I'll give you an a minus okay i can live with that um <laughs> Well, this brings us to the sequence that I hinted at in the last minute, and sort of goes with this sort of horror movie theme that I compared Prowler to. So the sequence where Miles gets over the fence, and there's a the, the sequence of him just running down the tunnel. It's it, it's very. It reminded me a lot of especially the beginning of Nightmare on Elm Street since you have not seen it, and I'm sure if maybe a few of our listeners have not, the very opening of Nightmare on Elm Street, you see a girl in this, like, boiler room, like, just kind of running, like, scared for her life. And the boiler room is very similar to the subway tunnel. Uh, one part that really kind of made me think of, really kind of gave this idea cemented to me, was you see the shadow of Prowler coming in and then he like bursts out of a door from the sideways almost kind of giving like how did he get there so fast like the sort of supernatural ability yeah it's it's an odd like bit because the train tracks are straight <laughs> um there, unless this is there are there are doorways like, in the tunnels everywhere i can tell you that right yeah now. but but i mean like miles is running straight down mm. train tracks uh, like we, so where the at shadow least we don't is... see him switching from like one tunnel to another yeah um and so there's the shadow on the wall that we see before that uh which would indicate like okay he's running towards miles but then like a couple of seconds later he's like well nope i'm off to the side <laughs> um it, it definitely gives prowler this idea that like did he just teleport there like almost like the supernatural idea yeah it could be though like when you look at the door that he jumps out of, it does look like there's a turn to the tunnel there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he may have, you know, cut off that corner and taken a bit of a shortcut. Possible. But it's still like, it's, it, it is, it, it creates that sense of like, kind of confusion mm-hmm. of you're not really sure where he's coming from. Well, and it really reminded me of Freddy Krueger's, like the powers yeah. that he has in the dreams. Like he kind of can just, teleport anywhere he can make things appear he can make things move it's a very supernatural-esque because you know he controls dreams yeah and then the biggest um parallel for me was that at 43 seconds we get yet another zoom in of prowler's claw and i just this is what made me think of this whole parallel and i'm like oh that looks like freddy's glove Like, th- that was the first thing that popped into my head. Like, oftentimes, especially in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, when they show Freddy's hand, it's usually, they do tend to do zoom in on the glove. Because it's, like, iconic. Yeah. Uh, and Prowler's claws are similar. They just kind of zoomed in on it. Which I do want to talk about that comic zoom in later. But that just made me think of, was the first idea of Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm sure a lot of the um, animators, like, it was probably definitely a, an influence on them if I'm not sure. consciously than subconsciously mm-hmm. 
I'm sure maybe not all of the ideas, but it, it definitely felt very similar. And it's also yeah, it's like at this point those movies are old enough and well known enough that like they've sort of seeped into the you know the collective unconsciousness. Mm-hmm um of just like this is what horror is yeah um and this is what scary you know is this is how like how you can do that and it's you know even if you've never seen those movies you know what that character is like Mm -hmm. um or at least looks like and and those kind of like you can get sort of motifs from those because they've been used so often after the fact they've taken on a bit of a life of their own yeah and i i saw spider-verse before i saw a nightmare on elm street um i'm not a scary movie person (laughs) (laughs) and it was that halloween after this movie came out that i was like you know what can't really go trick-or-treating i'm in college been in la and there's no real trick-or-treat places just a bunch of bars around here so my friend and i decided that for halloween we just sat in her apartment and watched some classic horror movies so we watched psycho uh the first how the original halloween and the original nightmare on elm street and halloween i thought was kind of okay like i had fun with it like i enjoyed it but it wasn't like nightmare on elm street really like grabbed me and i'm like oh this is cool So now having that and going back and watching this and seeing these parallels between this horror movie that I really enjoy with this animated movie that I love, it, it was very cool to see. I'm like, oh, that's clever. And and how you were saying about the um, the claw being like the the zoom in on the claw and they like and like he you know extends it. Um, that's I think the first time we see the. Um, this like hand-drawn 2d comic effect for the whole screen right yeah i from what i remember i didn't notice on any of the other ones this is the first time yet it's a full like prowlers almost look like it looks like they just took a panel of the comic and put it in the movie yeah and they they've done like bits and pieces of it um where like in the last minute when kingpin was raising his hands the background did the like they had the dots on it and the streaks and they've done it a couple other places but this is the first time where it's like a freeze frame uh, however brief they they freeze the frame mm-hmm. hand comes out and they also put the word like the, the text on the screen <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wrote it down because <laughs> i'm like i don't i need to write this down this is great <laughs> yeah it's very hard to like pronounce yeah but like it's also exactly what that like it's a very good onomatopoeia yeah um Jinx. for what that sound should be <laughs> uh and like it's really it, it like catches your eye even though it's on screen brief enough that you can't like read that word but the whole it goes from the you know the very dark tunnel to here's a big green splash like explosion splash and even the the you know the background becomes that bright pink and it's suddenly like oh this is very bright and yeah. then it goes back to the very dark bits it adds it's almost like a, a mini jump scare because you're already uh your heart is already racing with a combination of the music and the yeah. fact that miles at this point is like stuck on the ceiling trying to get unstuck <laughs> and you're like yeah, oh crap it's supposed to be like a a jump scare that isn't like really jumpy yeah like it's not uh, it's, it's, it's in a that startle same scare. Sort of yeah, it's a jump startle. It's a jump startle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love these, like, because they're so picturesque. Like, you could easily make this a 
um, you know, a, a background for something. Or, or Just background. like, okay, slap this down. Um, good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it is that completely hand-drawn style uh and the the dots to just like highlight everything it's, it's a very cool one or two frames for how long we have it up it is it is a very cool frame and thankfully miles gets off the ceiling <laughs> the next thing i want to talk about if you don't mind me transitioning is while Miles just barely escapes from the tunnel right before that, I love how they do this where they kind of just focus on his eyes and the reflection of the subway coming towards him in his eyes and zooming in on him. Yeah, the the, the train coming towards him, you, you sort of see the, the the train's headlights like in his eyes. Uh, and it's just like, oh, like you're not sure how close it really is. Like, yeah. is he going to have to jump back up onto the, the ceiling again after just getting <laughs> off? Or, um... It's a very clever way of adding tension without having this, like, cut back and forth that, like, I feel a lot of movies do. Yeah. But, like, it's it's a great way to show the tension without having that, just these cuts. Yeah. And the, the first train that comes through, there's a, a couple of things I caught on oh. it that I want to touch on. Go for it. Um, first of all, it's train 677 Street Local. Um, so is, that's not a real train that I could find. Um, mostly because I don't the, 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 the streets in New York don't go that high. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, it, it, like there are the local trains, but um, it, yeah, I didn't see anything talking about that. Um, or just even train number 677 local, like, it's not how they label their trains. Mm, no, it's not. <laughs> but um, I also really liked uh, the um, movement streaks they do with it. Um, so, like, as it's going past, they don't really blur the, like, the train's blurry, mm-hmm. but the, the, because it's not real movement, there's no, like, you know, we, we talked about this before, how they have to manually do the motion blur. Yeah. And so they use the just drawing, like, lines to show movement which a lot of things do um i just i really like how they they do these um in this and i I was looking through the train and it's an empty train that doesn't look like there's anybody on it um or like you don't see anybody on the train it is late so it would make sense that there would be very few people and then the other thing that they brought up with this whole chase sequence was this was the first one to go completely through the pipeline so from Pretty much just one of the first ones that they they finished up uh, and had everything kind of finalized on. Hmm. Um, it was this this sequence and the graveyard sequence coming up in a couple minutes, um, and they were saying how like those are two very a very dark sequences. They are, um, which is actually like you know a bit more of a challenge than you might think um, because they have to deal a lot with like how shadows correctly play off of things. Um, and they're also very different sequences because that the graveyard sequence is a rather natural light. Like even though it's at night, the the light is a bit more like coming from single sources and uh, more natural feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this one's very like um, it has very uh, unnatural sources. So you have the train headlights and you have to get those lights yeah. played off. Um, but you also have like Prowler's shoes glowing, which was done. Um, that was done by hand as well. They were saying so, like they went through and 
made sure that like oh the the purple bits were bathed correctly in the purple bits um purple that were supposed bits. to be <laughs> that just sounds yeah, funny you know, the, his lights no uh, i know it just, it just sounds funny uh, and so and like you just got like okay here's the the lights coming from the ceiling um and the lights coming from the door like it's very tricky to get all of the lights to to um reflect in a way that seems realistic yeah or logical i guess would be a better way yeah so, so Prather's like heat like vision is it, it's a very cool thing um and it's yeah. it, it's very predator like in a way yeah that's that's yeah i was trying to figure out like where you've it seen kind it of before? felt like something yeah it's like kind of predator but also not really like predators is more um blob like like you would see like on yeah. an actual heat camera where prowlers is definitely more like silhouette specific like you can make yeah. out more with this it does show like at the end it does show um miles's like heat signature though yes too. it does so it's this weird like i guess the the effect is what's throwing me off Maybe. is like the like turning on effect it's not just a normal like okay it's on it's like a okay we gotta like um it, it almost looks like radar or like you know laser beams going out to like figure out what the environment looks like and then it, um kind of like a computer building it up yeah and what i do like about it is that like it's unlike i think it's also more of like a night vision thing than it is like it's searching for a heat signature yeah it, it's yeah because it's like well okay it can see this outline there it is find that where if it was a heat signature thing like he uses it later in the movie and at first i thought it was a heat signature thing and i'm like wait why isn't it picking up this person who's invisible um and that's i, I think now is just when i realized like oh it's not a heat signature it, it's just it's like night vision yeah you can it's, only it's pick up what it sees yeah which makes, yeah, a, lot that makes a lot more sense, sense. Yeah, night makes... vision versus heat signature yeah potentially although i think it I think in the future minute we'll have to double check when we get there, but mm -hmm. I think he actually does switch it into like a heat signature sort of mode. The last thing I have is just how close Miles gets to making it onto the train tracks. Like, whew, it is by the hair of his chinny chin chin. <laughs> um, he just barely makes it up onto there. He's almost quite um, literally by the skin of his teeth. Yeah. Um, he, you know, I kind of like those last minute, like, it is a bit of a cliche of like, oh, the hero dives in at the last second as the door is closing or the rock is falling into place or yeah. you know, the train goes onto the tracks. Um, I do love that last minute thing. And it, even though it is a bit cliched at this point, um, it still, you know, gets me every time. Yeah, some cliches are just worth having be cliches. Yeah. Like that one is one that also kind of gets me like, yeah. I think what makes that cliche tend to work is what the setup is for it like there are some where yeah. it's like they're fine they don't like what are you doing you don't need this like last they minute have thing. whole minutes to get yeah, there like, what like, why why is stupidly this takes them. yeah like why is this taking them for like ever when it's literally just around the corner this one is definitely like okay there's a build here and you can tell like especially having them since almost already been hit you're like okay trains yeah. are running like this is not an out of nowhere thing like it makes sense yeah. It's not like this guy's running down the street and all of a sudden there's a car he has to dodge. What? 
makes no sense, but this one does a nice build up. It makes a lot of sense and it, it keeps you in. Yeah, I agree. I just hope his uncle made it safely against the wall. <laughs> I hope the prowler makes it safely against the wall. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's all I have for this minute. Do you have anything else? That's all I have for this minute. Uh, thank you all for listening. And we will catch you on Friday with Minute 30. See you next time. Bye.